0: Good morning, you are on Faith FM, this is the Brecky Show, Um, if you're in Newcastle, it's 87.6, 87.8 or 88, Um, this morning, it's Wednesday, it's the fifth of January, it's our second day back on the show, and you're with Minnie, Carly, and Mitch, mixing it up, how are you guys feeling, what are you grateful for? Yeah, um, look, I'm feeling pretty good. It's uh,
1: another day. I woke up this morning, that is a win. Always ideal. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's my first choice, you yeah. know, in, in a morning yeah. to wake up, you know. Yep. <laughs> yep. I feel it, it makes for a good day.
2: As opposed to your second choice, which would be?
0: Well, sleeping's <laughs> not. <It's> actually, actually, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> look, good call. All wasn't right, sure where stuff. I was going with that, but right. how are you feeling, Mitch?
2: I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I've got the uh, next couple of days. We're uh, heading down south towards uh, South New South uh, Jet Camps. Which yeah. I'm keen for And you two are also going yes. to so. Yes.
0: so there's summer camps down Jindabyne Which Jindabyne. is like I don't know exactly where it is It's like south of Canberra mm.
1: Two hours south of Canberra There we go Round Okay yeah. I
0: have been there before one time um, No I reckon that would be so good But it's fun to have you guys on the show Actually That's, that's something it's I'm thankful for Actually yeah. thanks I, for having us I am thankful because I was like
3: <laughs> Lila's <laughs>
0: away Who will come We kind of stitch ourselves up A little bit with timetabling And then I kind of rope these guys into it Specifically... Um, was just like hey you could learn some new skills <laughs> mm, she did she pulled up learn a new skill card and yeah couldn't really argue with that one so hey we're here it was, we a good, it was a good pull yeah mm. well it's kind of nice to have all of us as well you know yeah. it just mixes things up a bit you mm. know it's nice to have three people more than two at times mm-hmm. what's on the rest of the day for you guys after this we're gonna have some brekkie possibly mm-hmm.
1: yep breakfast was well, gonna be beach uh, we, we drove here and it's it's cloudy it is but
0: that doesn't necessarily mean no beach so yeah. we'll, we'll see it just
2: means more internet of an adventure. Mm
0: -hmm. That is what it means. You know what, though? I am appreciating the cloudy days when it means that it's rained overnight because Mm. I was out in my veggie garden the other day, which I haven't really worked on at all, and it's just been really nice for days. It's just rained overnight, and I haven't had to do anything, but I suddenly realized I probably should do something. But anyway
4: this is a reminder you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on faith fm if you would like to listen to the live show alive and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on faith fm breakfast show then simply download the faith fm app available on apple or android platforms
0: and i've got a couple of stories today about the coronavirus vaccine kind of where australia is Sitting with that, just just some feelings by the prime minister and Qantas, who are opening their flights up in theory, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and another story about um, some things going on with youth youth work in Victoria. We will be back
5: soon. His righteousness applied, mercy cleansing every stain.
0: That was Simple Hymns with O Fount of Love featuring Matt Boswell. Anyway, we're going to move on with the show, which is now time for our first quiz of today. What what have we got? All
2: right, let me take it away here. First clue is... Bersha was the king of this city. If you feel like you have the answers, feel free to call on one 324 843 That's one 324 843 And if you would like to text 491 Once again, that's 491
0: Give us a clue one more time.
2: The clue, Bersha was the king of this city. Yeah,
0: I have no idea. <laughs> if you guys know... Um, yeah, just let us know because I don't.
2: The prize that is uh, online today is a picture book entitled Full Steam Ahead, The Frank and Margaret Bottrell Story. Beautiful story. It is filled with uh, engaging text and very beautiful pictures. Good sound. I can, I, can recommend recommend it. It. I can recommend it. <laughs> How do we wait before the oh, second clip?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Okay, so we'll do the next section. But um yeah, right, we'll, we'll, just, right. we'll just wait and see we'll just see if someone knows. I see this is with the clues. I always know the answer once you tell me the answer. I'm just like, that's, oh, that's, that's what I want. Yeah, that
3: would make more sense. Yeah, <laughs>
2: good, good. Um, Hangy but good to have.
0: Like it, yeah. Um, good news stories. What do you guys have for us today? Well, Let's chat positively. Different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh
1: this story that I found took place on the first day of the year and it took place in avondale arizona america actually nice which is pretty cool and yeah it was really interesting because this lady was looking across the street at a neighbor's house and she saw all this smoke coming out of the garage realized that the house was on fire it wasn't the ideal situation ran across the street super early in the morning banged on the door really loudly and just kept banging for ages she was just banging on this door. no one answered for a while And then eventually some people came to the door and she was like, you have to get out now, get out of the house. (laughs) And there was a lady, her husband and four kids and they raced everyone out of the house, pajamas and all. And then, yeah, the fire people were saying that in a couple of minutes they all would have been gone because the whole house just collapsed. So literally saved their life and mm. invited them back over to her house. And, yeah, just an amazing story of someone seeing a situation and going, if I don't actually act here, this could have a really bad consequence. So I'll put myself out of the way that I would normally, you know, be spending my time and I'm going to go and save them. Mm. And, yeah, literally
0: save their lives. And we are watching the video just before we were off air and, like, she's going hard. Mm. She's, like, knocking on so She's like, you have to get up. Yeah. And I was like, man, you... You'd be so grateful afterwards, but at the time you'd be like, oh, what? Like, mm-hmm. go away.
1: <laughs> yeah, and these guys were saying that they, you know, because of the way that, you know, it was banging on the door in the time, they were just like, is this the cops? Like, are the yeah. cops at the door? What's going on? And, and eventually, you know, they woke up and were like, okay, yep. Whoa, everyone get out. It's time to go. Get out now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take anything with you. Yeah, just incredible story. Of, yeah, someone looking out for other people. Yeah,
0: 100%. Hey. Mm. Mm. All
2: Hey. right, well, before I, uh, before I dive into my story too quickly, I want to read you this quick uh letter that came from an Arkansas Cancer Clinic. Okay. It goes like this The Arkansas Cancer Clinic was proud to serve you as a patient. Although various health insurances pay most of the bills for majority of patients, even the deductibles and copays can be burdensome. Unfortunately that is the way our healthcare system currently works. The clinic has decided to forego all balances owed to the clinic by its patients. Happy holidays. Whoa. This came from an oncologist in Arkansas named Dr. Omar Atik, who has been running his uh, cancer treatment center for about 30 years. He forgave $650,000 worth of debt.
0: Oh, that's amazing. It's hectic. Go here. I love people like this, yeah. that they're just like, they can Because obviously, you have to financially be in a place you can do that, mm. right? You can't stitch yourself up totally. Otherwise, you can't keep doing the business. Mm. But that's a lot. That's mm. amazing. That's and that, that, here, right? And that
2: would be both personal and business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's more that comes at that cost than just, you know. Yeah. You know, giving back to the community. I think mm. that's amazing.
0: Yeah, wow. Yeah, so. absolutely. Man, I am um, I sent Callie a quote the other day from a mm. book I read and p- part of it is about anonymous giving, which I thought was really cool. But I really liked that it was saying instead of, oh, I had a go. I forgot. Do you remember how it went? Basically, it was the idea that when we give mm specifically anonymously, but I still think kind of whenever when you receive a gift like that or something else unexpectedly, it kind of makes you start suspecting the world of good. Mm. Like instead of make, like being suspicious that everyone around you is, you know, like out to get you or that the world is full of hate, it kind of makes you be like, oh, maybe, maybe people care, yeah. you know. And it just I was like I'd love to be more of a person who can be part of that, like spreading that.
1: Yeah.
0: And to be a recipient of something like that gift. Because financial man, it just adds stress to your life, right? And to have that, you would just you'd be so stoked just on life. You'd be like, man, Mm. people are the best. Life's so good, even though it's hard. Right? Like that's a canter place. Like it's not a fun time. I'd imagine. Mm. Um, Do you have any more stories for us, Mitch? (laughs) Tell us. Tell us. uh,
2: (laughs) Man, (laughs) you're you're putting me in it today. (laughs) I found out uh, just before the show something that blew my mind, and I'm stoked about this. (laughs) There is, and I don't have the details in front of me, but there is an individual who has started to use mushrooms for things that mushrooms should finally <laughs> actually be used for They are using mushrooms or the more specifically the root part of the mushroom, which grows the fastest to make bricks, which are actually stronger than concrete, mm. which you know just appeals to me because I don't like eating mushrooms. <laughs> Anyway,
0: Lyle is also not a fan of the old mushroom situation. So if he were here, he would concur with you and he'd tell you that they're the worst.
2: They are. They are. I'm surprised you two aren't concurring with me, frankly.
0: Has has this always been your your position on mushrooms? (laughs) Or did you have a bad mushroom experience? Yeah, was it a traumatic time for you at some point?
2: I'd prefer not to answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. So my brothers, when I was growing up, what did my mum make? All I remember is that my mum put mushrooms – they ate it before and then she cooked mushrooms in this particular thing which they didn't think should have mushrooms in it and then I don't know if it was one or both but definitely one of them just would not eat mushrooms ever again. He's like, no, it's disgusting. I won't won't touch that. Whereas I love mushrooms, not so much raw. My cousins will eat them raw. I'm like, oh, that's (laughs) – yeah. I don't know. If you guys eat raw mushrooms, tell us. Tell us about these times and how – enjoyable.
2: Or if you like mm-hmm. me have had a horrible experience with mushrooms, <laughs> send that in as well. Yeah, Mitch would let like us some know support, if that's <laughs> okay. He's not the only
1: one other than him and Lyle in the world
0: he's yeah. not liking mushrooms. And we did see this morning, which is I think how we is this how we got onto this? So I think it's Adidas is trying to start a line of sneakers. Mm. That is yeah. Now they they said it's made out of mushroom leather. I don't know what that means. Nothing
2: mm. appeals to me more than walking on mushrooms. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I'm assuming it's the same thing. I'm, I'm assuming it's from the mycelium root or whatever thing um, that seems to be what it'd be you can the, build the strongest
2: out. part of the mushroom. I'm assuming. <laughs> it would I've make really sense. got no idea.
0: But I'm amazed that you have because so, in my head, things like like mushroom. Well, oh, it's not a vegetable. But in my head, I categorise it all. You know, it's all stuff mm. you can eat. It's not well, a, It's
2: not a fruit or a vegetable. Mitch
0: disagrees <laughs> that it's something you can eat. No, well, actually, <laughs> it is in
2: in fact a fungus. It's not a fruit or a vegetable yeah, but, you know, categorically.
0: Anyway.
1: For someone who doesn't like mushrooms, you know an awful lot about them.
2: No, your enemy.
0: That's just. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I respect that. (laughs) Um, But I think it's really cool that they can be making things Mm. out of it. Because to me, bricks, sneakers, seem like very different things. And yet it seems to do the job for both. Like, I don't know how Mm. that works. But because, you know, sneakers, you want a bit of like flexibility in that. Bricks, you'd rather not. The opposite, (laughs) really. (laughs) Really quite opposite.
2: (laughs) Very interesting. And one thing can do things so far on opposite sides of that spectrum.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mushrooms, interesting times. Mm. I guess they've had a few different things. Like there's been hemp, there's been bamboo, there's been all kinds of things people are trying to find to, what is it, be a bit more environmentally friendly? Mm. And go there. I'm like full respect for looking for different ways to do things that we normally do. Um, but anyway, we are going to move on with our show. This is Wilda Atkins with Leave It There.
6: If the world from you withhold of its silver and its gold And you have to get along with me, you're just remember in His Word how He feeds a little bird. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Leave it there. Oh, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. And if you trust Him through your doubt, He will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there And if your body suffers pain And your health it can regain And your soul is almost sinking in despair Jesus knows the pain you feel He can save and He can heal Take your burden to the Lord your burden to the Lord and leave it there and if you'll trust him through your doubt he will surely bring you out take your burden to the Lord and leave it there and when your enemy is assailed and your heart begins to fail don't forget that God in heaven answers prayer and he will make a way and he will lead you safely through Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there and Leave it there, oh leave it there Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there And if you trust Him through your doubt He will surely bring you out Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Body bends beneath the weight of care He will never leave you then He'll go with you till the end Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Leave it there, oh leave it there Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there if you trust him through your doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to Lord, and leave it there. And if you trust him through your doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to Lord, and leave it there. Take your burden to Lord, and leave it there.
0: Alrighty, welcome back. This is The Brekkie Show. You are with Minnie, Carly, and Mitch. Nearly just slurred that whole (laughs) sentence. Uh, That was Wilder Adkins with Leave It There. Could be Wilder. Wilder, Wilder. I don't know. Anyway, we have a new clue, a new quiz, because who got the last one? (laughs) We,
2: after one clue... Finding out that uh, Bersha was in fact the king of the city of Gomorrah, we had two individuals uh, ring in. Uh, so, Helen from Kurumbong has uh, won our first prize the story of the Mark, the, oh, sorry, the Frank and Margaret Boschel story. And we have Nita from Cairns. For I a bragging
0: rights. Yeah, so that was Mum. So, Liam's Mum. Radio was, Mum,
2: who is no longer Mum.
0: No, not no, a sad time, isn't mm. it? Sad time. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, Gay mum, bragging rights. Yep,
2: she came through <laughs> as well. Um, and she will be receiving a beautiful copy of. Oh,
0: no, she's bragging rights. We're going to do that for our second
2: Okay, prize. all right, second prize.
0: So, this is our second quiz for the day.
2: Second quiz. First clue. When the Lord saw that I was not loved, he opened my womb. If you would like to Ooh. call in with the answer, once again, 1 800 324 843. And if you would like to text 0491064669
0: Is that person? I don't think it is. No, no, it's not. No, 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 it's not. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going there. Yeah. That. No, that's oh, not it. Oh, that's not I fully it. thought it was that one. No. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. right. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys know who... Mm. When God saw that this person was not loved, he opened their womb. Which Bible character was this? Mm,
3: interesting. Ooh. Ooh.
1: I believed you.
0: Yeah. Mm. I feel like I should know. Clearly don't. But <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep thinking. And the prize for that one was Patriarchs and Prophets. Hey.
2: That one was Patriarchs and Prophets. If you would like to call or text in with those numbers, uh, get the answer right, and we'll send that your way.
0: Yeah, or yours. I don't know. Which one's that about? I mean, obviously, obviously Patriarchs and Prophets, but is it spe- specific people? You know what? I don't even know if I've read this book. It's a great book. Great author. God is love. Anyway, it can be yours. (laughs) I won't give you the rundown. It's a pretty big book. It's a good book, though. Um, I've read bits and pieces, but not the whole way through. Um, But let me share with you some news stories. So a few years ago, this program started in Victoria. So the Embedded Youth Outreach Program is a partnership between Melbourne's police officers who do the overnight patrolling the streets um, and youth workers who provide on-the-spot support and referrals for young offenders to address the underlying issues of crime, which I think is quite interesting. I just finished reading a book called The Cross on the Switch, but it's from mm. ages ago. Is it the 60s or something? I don't know. It was a while back. It was in the US. Um, and so when I was reading this story, I was like, oh, interesting. I think in my head we don't have street gang problems. Um, but, yeah, they've just found that, in particular areas they are. It's becoming a problem. And, yeah, a few years ago the Victoria Police kind of had to admit that the city was facing some some problems. Um, and there was a fundamental shift from low harm offending teenagers by teenagers as young as, like, you know, 13 years old to quite high harm um, crimes and violence by the time they are in their 20s. Uh, and according to psychologist and lawyer James Ogloff, Olaf? I don't know. Um, he said it's rare to find things that work in youth justice, but he says the embedded youth outreach program is one that is showing success. So the aim of it is essentially to connect the child or the young teen with services as soon as possible. So as soon as they come in contact with the police, try to connect them also with a youth worker rather than just letting it go on weeks or months before there's actual intervention. Cause like, that's a point, right? If you can intervene early on, in theory, you're going to have more success. Um, And yeah, one teen said that the program has a domino effect because to begin with, it goes, oh, they care. And then it also allows them to kind of have one step to the next because, man, it's hard. If you're trying to get out of a way of life or thinking or feeling or whatever and you don't know where to go and how do you even know to find the people who can help you know where to go? And so that's what this program is essentially trying to help them do. Um, And unsurprisingly, The program has revealed that they come in with multiple complex psychological issues, often relating to offending and vulnerability. It's not really surprising, you know, for a bunch of the teens um, who they kind of shared their story, but some of it was about just crisis of identity, you know, like where do I belong? Particularly if there was a cultural aspect, like I've been born in Australia, but I have background from here, but I have here, but I'm not really accepted here or, you know, there was just past grudges of things or there, yeah, there was racial elements or there was just so many factors that go into it. Like it's not just a one answer thing. Mm. But I think it's awesome when you have people who are just going, let's invest and connect and that makes a difference. And I still fully believe that, hey, like where the people are. And we talk about this, right? Like Jesus mingled with the people. Mm. You can't change everyone's life. And some people don't want to be helped. You can't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. But if you're at least investing... You're going to make a difference that you can't have if you're not. Like, it's just mm. Mm. It's just the way yeah, humans an effort. Exactly. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys had people in your life, like, I was never in a situation where I needed this sort of help. Mm. But I know as a teenager, I was a bit crazy. And it fully mattered having even, like, the teacher or the parent, you know, like, a friend's parent who was like, hey, like, how are you doing? What's been happening? And I was like, oh, you mm. care? It's mm. <laughs> <So true. laughs> Yeah. And you're, so, Carly, you're a teacher. Yep. Yeah. Mitch is going to be a teacher. Yeah, as are you. Yeah, as, as are I. Yeah. <laughs> so in theory, we all want to or are trying to be mm. part of that difference yeah. for kids, yeah.
1: And I think when you, like you're saying, like when you actually hang out with people and you spend time and you hear their story, mm. that's when, oh, how's the other one, the quote go, when you, um, you t- we tell our stories to those who have earned the right to hear them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that quote just because we're not, always super trusting of people and so it's like oh hey Min. like if you ask i'm going and i know that you care and you wait for the answer then i'll be more likely to actually share with you and then you'll actually know more of my story so you'll actually be able to help and so it's just when it's it's that time thing of actually investing in lives and going okay well now we know each other and in this situation like how can you actually help people how can we connect people with others who can help them professionally or Mm. or just socially i think that makes a big difference Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so all accumulative isn't it Mm. really like yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was in primary school, <laughs> which in Queensland when I was going through, grade seven was the last year, mm. whereas I think now it's changed to grade six, which is the same as New South Wales. Uh, anyway, I had this teacher. I was like, <laughs> oh, man, my poor teachers. Nearly every teacher I have apologized to <laughs> since finishing school, but she, man, she worked so hard with me. Um, yeah, I'm just going to give her a shout at like Miss Miss Coop. Miss Cooper. We just called her Coops, even though the other teachers didn't like it, but she told us we could, so we did. Yeah. Um, but I distinctly remember saying to someone once, I was just like, I'm never going to tell you what's wrong, but the fact that you asked means I'm willing to listen to you in other areas of life. I'm not mm. saying this. I'm proud of that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been ideal if I'd actually listen. condone this tactic. Yeah, no, I'm not saying <laughs> taking a with it. But I just remember because she was the one who actually worked really hard and I, I didn't share stuff and I still kind of don't. Like it's not my go-to to be like, yes, I'm going through this thing. But um, because she made me know that she was about. I mean, if she asked me to do my work, which I wasn't doing for any other teacher, I was like, mm, you, yes, you have time for me, I can have time for you. Mm. And in my little kid mind, it all made sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, I did say, though, I better talk very, very quickly about this. So vaccines, a bunch of places in Europe and the US have um, rushed, well, not rushed you, but they've put out some emergency vaccine approvals. Um, but Australia is not really as keen about it. So Scott Morrison has condemned calls to um, for the spread of the coronavirus rollout across Australia, saying that the rush rush to have vaccines out so soon is just very dangerous. Um, the Prime Minister said that the health officials need time to do their jobs and make sure batches are safely and efficiently tested um, and that although it is a serious issue, it is being managed with quarantine. Um, and as I said, Qantas, in theory, is selling flights from July the 1st this year to start doing international travel. But their decision to start selling is going to be based on um, the projection of a vaccine rollout and possible vaccine certification would be a condition for travel. So, look, we'll see how that all goes. I'm pretty excited for borders to open, even though I don't really have the money or time specifically to go right at this moment. It's just
2: nice to know that the option is there. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was saying to these guys just before the show, that a friend sent me yesterday a message that was just like, "What? Are, what is it? My toxic trait is that when I'm bored, I start looking at flights. <laughs> but this year, well, last year, that wasn't really an option because it just wasn't yeah. flights. Yeah. And even if there was, couldn't take them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we will continue to see how this situation plays out. The government's copying a bit of cris- criticism for saying that, but um, other people saying, No, it's a really good choice. I'm not going to chuck it my opinion here because. This is the radio, and people will criticise me for whatever I'm to say. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> uh, but we are going to continue on. This is Evie with Give Them All. You are on The Breaker Show with Minnie Carly and Mitch.
7: Are you tired of chasing pretty rainbows? Are you tired of spinning round and
3: round?
7: Wrap up all the shattered dreams of your life And at the feet of Jesus lay them down Give them all, give them all, give them all all to Jesus Had a dream, his wounded hearts, broken toys Just give them all to Jesus, give them all, give them all, give them all all to Jesus, and he will turn. lay
0: them down. Welcome back to Faith FM. That was Evie with Give Them All. Before we go to our interview of the day, we're gonna do another clue for our quiz.
2: Quiz number two. I hired my husband with mandrakes so he would have to sleep with me. If you would like to call in, once again, the number is one eight hundred three two four eight four three. 324 843 And for texting, it is I so know
0: this person and it's, I can't get it in my brain. <laughs> ah! <laughs> if you guys know, give us a call. Um, but for right now, we have Jennifer Skews on the phone. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. So this morning, I believe, we're going to talk a bit about brain function and brain structure, which is super interesting. Um, don't know a lot about it, but I do find it a very fascinating part of our life, really. We can't operate too well without our brains. <laughs>
8: it's, it's that third of the brain that is consciously aware of what we're doing and makes decisions. It's uh, Once that is damaged or not operating, as they say, you're a vegetable and they take you off life support. Yeah. So. The brain is an essential organ, even though we've talked about the heart-brain connection because there's a mind-body connection. But the brain runs the show, basically. Um, it is it is fearfully and wonderfully made, as uh, Psalm one thirty-nine tells us. Mm-hmm. And there's just information about the brain, the structure of it. Its um, computers were fashioned on the brain. A computer will never equal or be anywhere near the capacity of our brain function. It's made up of trillions of cells and it's got a complex chemical factory. But it also, you can break it down to simply understand what the brain is about. For example, the brain stores information in the five senses, both emotionally and like visually in context. Mm. And it's like we have a video player that's recorded in the brain. And that video player is what we call neuroplastic. So it can change, it can grow. Uh, we can delete cells, uh, we can add in information. So it's quite amazing uh, the way it works. And that means the five senses, when you smell something, when you hear something, when you touch something, it triggers memories in the brain, both emotionally and can be visually. And interestingly, they did um, research on the brain looking at how it works when they operate. And when they operate on the brain, they take back part of the skull and the person is conscious but obviously can't see because the brain doesn't have any pain receptors. They found when they get a little uh, electronic probe to detect the area to operate on that it will trigger some of these memories and they've had patients lying there can smell roses, hear music. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. It's incredible and that means we actually, it is like a video player but it it's not like just sight and sound. It's also the all the senses are active, hmm. and this is why when we program things with the negative programming, it's quite traumatic because of those that sensory reaction.
0: Is this also why? Because I know that you do a bit of work with um, particularly women who have gone through pretty traumatic circumstances. Is that why yes. sometimes when they're trying to recall things, they won't necessarily remember some details, but they'll remember real strong, like this melt yes. like this or that you know there's there's often vagueness but then some very random specific detail
8: yes the conscious part of the brain will actually shut down at certain times and it won't either take the information in when it's highly traumatic or it will lock it in mm. and it puts a lid on and this is where it's in the five senses so that means any of the senses that recorded that a traumatic event can be triggered and you go back through it Again, it's like it's reawakened, but the person doesn't realize it because it was in the past. So trauma is living the past in the present because it's programmed in the brain in that way. Mm. It's um, But we actually have three brains in one. We've got a survival part of the brain that uh, is automatic. It's unconscious. So, for example, if you go to walk across the street and someone pulls around the corner, you're going to... Automatically pull back because that triggers the fight-flight response. It gets adrenaline going. It gets the body responding to protect itself. So it has a self-protecting mechanism. Then we have a an emotional brain, and that's a part of the brain that is recorded, or you know, the DVD and the five senses is in part of that brain. So we store emotional memories from, and the first two years of our life, that's the only thing we store. We've got survival reaction as well as the emotional brain. And then the third part of the brain, which is your thinking brain, doesn't actually develop enough until about two years of age. And uh, then the brain grows and develops right through, keeps growing until about our mid-20s. It reaches its full size. So it's, we have about 50% genetic program and then there's about 50% that develops depending on environment, social input. You know, bonding with the mother is a crucial factor for the brain to grow and develop healthily. There's that's a, that's hmm, a really
0: ahead. significant percentage. Like, did, what was it, 50% is genetic and then the rest, yeah.
8: oh. It's 50-50. So it's not just genes. We yeah. What we do and, what, and and what even things we eat, what we do can change the way that genetic pool is um activated mm. we can turn genes on and off through because of how the brain interprets things so it's a pretty powerful organ when you look at how the brain works and um, then
0: along with that the fact that you were just talking before about the neuroplasticity is that it still can grow and change like it's not absolutely. it doesn't have mm. to be rigid and, oh this is i think the brain is so fascinating anyway sorry can you, tell it tell is. us more jennifer
8: Okay. So we the brain will grow and change until the day we die. Mm. Initially, psychologists or the scientists were saying, oh, no, you get a certain amount of brain cells and they die out. And by the time you get old, you've lost a lot. And that's not true. We can damage the brain through many things, through diet, through lifestyle, you know, what we put in our body, how we treat the brain, stress levels, and it's use it or lose it. So when we do um, stop using cells they actually start to die out um, but interestingly they never fully like a habit when you change a habit you can actually cull down the brain cells that carry that habit but you never lose it totally it's actually stored in an outer edge of the brain that um so it can be activated again unfortunately it's a bad habit yes. <laughs> it's a good habit True. <laughs>
0: It is interesting to note that, though, because, yeah, it means if you've done something well once, you can do it again.
8: Absolutely. But just maybe a bit
0: aware of the things that you don't want to come back.
8: Right, <laughs> to and attention. that's what I help people do is to realise that even if you go back to that habit, you only very quickly you can change back to your new habit. Mm. Don't feed it. Feed it or starve it principle, which is, is pretty amazing. So we can change the brain until the day we die. We're changing, we're growing. It's pretty amazing. Um, they're even finding now with things like Alzheimer's is a lot you can do to help the brain not to go into that um, space where we, we lose it. Um, every positive thought you have resonates to every cell of the body and one positive thought will get every cell of the body producing really good chemicals and uplifted. it if you have one negative thought it's the opposite it actually starts to uh, damage the cells where they start to lose their chemical balance so one thought is pretty is powerful that is very powerful it's a bit scary sometimes when you're in a negative frame of mind. You've got to go, no, let's, let's suspend that. So, again, this is what I help people do is mm. shift their thinking mode. If they're thinking a lot of negatives, let's turn it into something more constructive or suspend it. So, so
0: I'm just curious then. You were talking about how we kind of have these three brains in one. So yes. then there's the, I guess, conscious cognitive thinking aspect. But what about yes. if someone, you know, like some of the people you work with, feelings you know They're very tied to the thoughts we have, right? So how do you yeah. help people shift, yeah. I guess, that yeah. emotional negativity, I want to say? That might not be the right terminology.
8: No, it is. Um, this is where the emotional brain, if we work directly with the emotional brain and don't send the information we're taking in to be processed and um, sorted, then we're going to be very emotionally driven. So there's a part of the brain that when you take in the information in the five senses, it it will either send it directly to the emotional brain for reaction or it will send it to the processing brain to think about it and make a decision. Hmm. So part of what I have to do is help people identify when they're doing their emotional reasoning or stuck in emotions and get them to step back, which is what we call a mindful process of coming back to the present, looking at it, processing the information and not just reacting emotionally. So that is a challenge for many people. It's uh, not always easy to do. Mm. Breathing is an important part of resetting the brain, and we talked about that earlier where if the brain's reacting, the heart is reacting. If you calm the brain, you calm the heart. Calm the heart, sorry, it works both ways, but if you calm the heart down, then you reset the brain back onto that mindful process. So this is where I use um, just simple breathing, slow breathing, focus on the area of the heart and calm it down. There's lots of things. Nature will calm it down. Um, you know, positive things will calm the heart down. So there's a lot we can do to reset the brain and uh, get it back into balance. Mm.
0: Is there a point, like what is the point where You can't do that because we know you just mentioned that the brain is always Mm. changing and growing or whatever. Yeah. Is there a point when it it does become too stuck? Like you know how people talk about, you know, they're they're past the point of no return. Is that just because (laughs) consciously people aren't willing to do the work to make changes?
8: I was just going to say free will has a lot to do Mm. with it. We have choices. But if you've been raised with no choices or you've been in, Abuse and trauma, then you don't think you've got any control. You have to then help the person to recognise they do have choices and they can change it. Yeah. So it. Yeah. Yeah. And free will, um, a physical part of the brain. The conscience and the free will are actually physical parts of the brain. In the, the conscience is just behind, above the eyes, the forehead, behind the forehead there, and then the will goes, uh, be from the forehead right through to the back between that um bundle of nerves that join left and right brain and they find scientifically that you can actually measure whether people can make a good or bad decision and you can also measure their strength of will to action that decision so it is something we can change and nothing is impossible because the brain is constantly changing you just have to know what you want to change and how to change it that's what i do
0: so then my question for you is what about the people who don't know how like they can they can see there's something in their life they're like man this is a problem needs to change but the how can be the kind of elusive part what what do you kind of walk people through with helping them figure out the how so that they can then implement it
8: well this is where I find what we call psychoeducation teaching them about the brain like we're talking today and I show them diagrams I teach them about the three brains teach them that the brain can change and it empowers people then to go, oh, I can do something about it. And then we look at skills in how do you, one, be yourself aware, recognise when you're caught in your emotions, what decisions you have. I find writing things down really helpful when you're in an emotional mode, but you have to recognise I'm overreacting. And if you go and write it down, it helps to step you back and process it and then you can look at it versus just having it swimming around your head and building the drama, so to speak. Mm. So there's a lot you can do to help yourself. You you have to know you need help to do it or you're not doing it. That's the first step, I think. Mm.
0: I heard something the other day which I thought was really interesting. They said, oh, how did it go? You cannot defeat what you cannot define. And I just thought that was really interesting because it was like, yeah, how can – like there's an acknowledgement, but sometimes if you don't even have the language to be able to sort that out. And, like, for me, for me, journaling helps. Like I, I find journal helpful. Some people don't. Some people are like, oh, useless.
8: But, yeah. yeah, interesting. Interesting in relationship to that, scientists found that when the brain understands how it works, it works smarter. Hmm. So I encourage people, there's so much good information online, on YouTube, in books about the brain. Learn about the brain because this what you run on, you know. And when you, when the brain understands how it works, you'll, you'll come to your mind, and you'll be able to use it more effectively. Uh, and you're never too old to learn. Doesn't matter how old you are. Just might
0: might take a bit longer, but it's totally possible.
8: It's all possible. In fact, some older people are meant to getting smarter, and wiser. We're going the wrong way if that's not happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Jennifer, we're nearly at a time, but thank you so much for your time on the show. I think. I'm not sure. Are you back next week or is this our last week with you?
8: Well, I think David might be back next week, but uh, if not, let me know. Awesome. Well, be...
0: it's been awesome to have you on the show the past few, oh, I guess months, give or take a couple of weeks off. Um, yep. And, yeah, next week we will possibly not hear from you, but if we do, that's awesome too. <laughs> well, I'm always
8: available if you ever uh, you know, need any input. I'm happy to help. Perfect.
0: All right, so we're going to move on with the show. This is Carol Robison with A Thing Called Love. And you are on The Brecky Show.
4: God came down and he lived as a man, showed his love as he walked this land. But it was too great to understand this thing called love. Touched the blind and made them see raise the dead and set the captives free Gave his life upon a tree Because of love You can't see it with your eyes Hold it in your hand But like the wind that covers our land Strong enough to change the heart of any man This is thing called love It can lift you up Never let you down, take your world, turn it all around Ever since time, nothing's ever been found Strong as God's love He became poor that we could be rich Into a world that was sick problem of sin He came to fix because of love. He can take a life of emptiness, fill it with love and righteousness. I thank God my life's been blessed with God's love. You can't see it with your eyes, Hold it in your hand But like the wind that covers our land Strong enough to change the heart of any man This thing called love It can lift you up, never let you down Take your world, turn it all around Ever since time, nothing's ever been found Strong as God's love Ever since time, nothing's ever been found Strong as God's love
1: chapeau and we are the hosts of
2: the marriage project
0: we have a lot of fun on the marriage project where we talk about biblical wisdom for marriage how it translates into real life and we want to be with you building stronger marriages
2: so you can join
1: us every friday afternoon at three thirty p.m right here on faith fm you're listening to faith fm positively different radio
8: If you're making a road trip up the coast, pop in just off the highway to New Start Juice at 45 William Street, Raymond Terrace. Grab yourself a fresh, healthy juice or smoothie and check out the op shop while you wait. And remember, every day is a fresh, new start. God
7: only knows how i cry